What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm Andrew Bedlam. We're getting started today with a re-record of The Habit. We want the truth. That was the havoc right there on Pogo City Radio. If you haven't found out yet, I am Andrew Bedlam. How the fuck you doing? Chilling in Pogo HQ by my lonesome. Uh, Just hanging out, playing some music, getting ready to play some guitar. Been doing some uh, decorating. So, So Rude Girl Jess, you know, who's not really on the show that much anymore, that bitch. But uh, Rude Girl Jess has been complaining that I have too much cool stuff up in Pogo HQ. So if you don't know this, Pogo is the finished attic of my house where all, you know, the studio is and all that. And, like, it's funny. We saw a picture. It was from, like, 10 years ago. And, like, there's no gear. There was a table with a mixer, nothing on the wall. And, like, and now everything's covered and there's gear beyond gear beyond gear and everything's covered with posters. But Jess says it's like blinding up here with coolness and like the rest of the house should have some and I'm like I'm like yeah we got framed posters downstairs but we took a bunch of like really cool like 
the the bigger sized like actual concert flyers like like uh you know like you would put on like the subway what, what are they like 18 by 24 or something like that and uh, so we hung a bunch of those in frames all over our staircase and it was like a weird angle so i got some of the smaller flyers that are almost that size but like an inch smaller in each direction maybe and like frame those put it over and i took that um that Gigi record, that $4 Sean got me, where it's a portrait of Gigi cut out of a record and it's framed. Put that up next. Then I got this high gloss promo 8x10 of blanks from like um, Search and Destroy uh, Killer Blanks era. And uh, then I have a portrait painted of Johnny Thunders and it says LAMF. And that's all in the staircase. It looks mad cool. I finally took down and found a spot, been moving stuff. We got this Rick and Morty clock that Renee got me, but that's also cut out of a record. Now that's not framed because it's a clock. So where the label of the record would be is like where the time and all that is. And the outside of the clock is a record and it's just cut with probably like an X-Acto knife or something like that. And it's a scene from um, season to uh, a lot of people's favorite episodes with um, when the aliens that uh, can control your memory, that plant themselves in your memory with like Mr. Poopy Butthole's first appearance and stuff like that. It's from that episode, so they all got like guns and stuff. And uh, you know, it's been doing the movie stuff. And we also, we, uh, we got like the most punk rock fish tank you will ever see and um it's really cool and uh i'll tell you more about it it's definitely if it's you know it's our family so it's definitely ramones themed of course but i'll tell you more about that in a second now we're not live so i can play whatever the fuck i want so uh let, let's play some ramones and i'm just trying to think uh, all right so i don't want to play something that gets played too much so maybe you know what let's play this one for rude girl jess this used to be her ringtone one of her favorites someone put something in my drink this one's for anybody who says all the ramon songs sound the same here's the ramones somebody somebody put something in my drink somebody
get much more punk rock than that. The Ramones. I'm sorry. The Ramones are king. I'm sorry. I love the Dead Boys. I worship Johnny Thunders. The Ramones. The Ramones are just the Ramones. They are just the Ramones. I remember talking to some metalhead chick in high school who said she hated punk rock and, you know, because I was like Mr. Punk Rock. And like, she was like, she hated punk rock and she was only into metal, but she loved the Ramones because they invented the genre. And I remember thinking like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would you love the, the band who started a genre of music you hate it? But, but I can't for the life of me understand why anyone would hate the Ramones, especially, uh, the Ramones are just, this is always what I think, and I've said it in other episodes, so like, I, I said it a bunch in a punk rock, like, I, we did a whole episode earlier, like about a year ago, about influences of punk rock that weren't punk rock, kind of showing both sides of the coin, and I was using bands like uh, The Kinks, stuff like that, and, um, but punk rock, as long as there was guitar and broken amps for overdrive, I feel like punk rock would have always been there. Because punk rock is like primal rock and roll, like rock and roll minimalist, like even like me with a thousand pedals and stuff, but I just mean punk rock as a whole, especially the way the Ramones did it. And I feel like punk rock would have come all there needed to be was distortion. We just needed to blow up some amps and punk rock could then be. And like, even though you have bands like Defiance, who we were playing last week, and like Ava, my daughter, you know, she listens to a lot of punk rock. She knows a lot about the Ramones. She plays bass to a lot of songs. She can play the Street Rats and, you know, the Ramones, but she still, she's, She's like eight, she doesn't know that many bands. So we're listening to Defiance and she's playing antisocial on bass. And like, she's like, she couldn't believe how long the songs were because like even, and we've been listening to Guns N' Roses and then she's like, oh my God, like she likes it. But she's like, is this over yet? How is this still the same song? And I'm putting on like live versions that are literally like 18 minute long songs, like fucking Dragon Force and shit. And like, or not 18, like 13, but like, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, they, um, Defiance, it's more like an opera. Like, it's so detailed. There's a lot of parts. It's like, oh, there's the coda. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's still got power chords, you know, but it's, it's more structured. But, like, I feel like punk rock would have been born as long as there was distortion and some strings. Like, even though I made a whole episode of Influences and how punk rock grew and came to be... Punk rock is the caveman, could be the caveman to rock and roll music. Not in the sense that it came first, but in the primitive form. And I'm not talking shit on punk rock. I'm somebody sitting here playing chords on bass in punk rock. I'm, I'm not talking shit on musicianship. But that's not all punk rock is. In fact, there's not that much punk rock like that. Punk rock would have existed just with some distortion and some strings and some aggressiveness. You know, somebody shouting on top of it. Doesn't even have to be words. Who you kidding? You couldn't understand the casualties lyrics at first. Kiss my ass. No, you couldn't. <laughs> I know every word to every song of like, you know, the first like five albums. All right. But 
The first time I heard George yelling into a microphone, all I got was punk and maybe go. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't even need lyrics. You know, it could have been a series of grunting. It is a series of grunting. <laughs> All right, yes, but back to my punk rock fish tank. Hey ho, let's go. So I'm in the pet store. Renee's got to get her bougie-ass cats. She had to go. I'm like, we're, we're at Target and the dollar store. They all got pet stuff. And I understand getting good food for pets. I'm, I totally get it. Yep, longer lives and all that shit. She needed to buy these cats like 17 different types of food because she needed them to try each one to see which one she was going to buy in bulk. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. So we're at PetSmart and Ava's like, I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. And we're walking past these glow-in-the-dark fish and uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get one of these cheap-ass fish. I'm like, these are just goldfish. You know what I mean? I looked. I remember when they first started making them, well, like, and I was a kid, and people were against it. They were injecting them with stuff. Now how they're made is they actually they take um, cells from a jellyfish, DNA from a jellyfish, and they inject it into the embryo of a goldfish. And that's why they have that cool, translucent, black light shit. So it, they're, they're, they're manipulating the genes is what they're doing. And it's not with chemicals. It's with the DNA of a jellyfish, which is why it kind of has that jellyfish component to it. So, and there's still only like 10 fucking dollars. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get a goldfish that glows, get one of those little like beta individual tanks for it, get a little toy, and I'm going to walk out of here spending like 30 50 bucks and you know we're gonna try out a goldfish before we get a dog so like $250 later <laughs> I have mad fish shit no fish they don't even sell me the fucking fish so because uh, I guess me buying a tank means I don't have a tank and now and I guess this is all right after having it explained so typically you know everybody gets a goldfish and it like dies and then you go get one at night and you put it back in the tank and it dies and it yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. And I mean, I've had fish before. I had mollies. They stayed along for a long, live for a long time, but they weren't fucking goldfish and shit. Had African cichlids and shit. But like the goldfish, they can live like mad long. Like he said, they can outlive your cat, but it's that like the water's never right and people don't take care of them. So I got this shit for the water and I have to let everything be running and shit for like a week. And then I bring back a sample of the water and then they test the water and they will then sell me fish once they seen that they have a proper habitat to go home to. So like I'm in that phase waiting for the water to get right. So, and like I bought a much bigger tank and we're getting way more fish. And so we're like, what are we gonna name them as we're leaving even though we don't have them? And we're thinking like, you know, everybody will name one. And Ava goes, I want mine to be Joey. You know, because my kids are awesome, meaning Joey Ramone. And I'm like, oh cool Ava, yeah, name your Joey. And then I go, wait. I said, we're going to get four because they told us that, like, we should get, like, a school. They hang out. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, so I was like, we're getting four. I said, should we just name them, like, Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Tommy? And everybody's like, yes, yes. So we're getting four glow-in-the-dark black light 
fucking whatever the fuck they're called, glowfish. We're getting four that are named after the Ramones. I got all these black lights. We got a big-ass fake Jaws with a person swimming over the top like the cover of the movie. We got SpongeBob and Patrick. We got the fucking uh, pirate skeleton with a trunk of gold. And we got this, like, really crazy black light painted castle. And um, I got these, like, things to make bubbles they're like three inches long and they shoot crazy amounts of bubbles and i got some lights that go in the tank that are like disco lights behind it that go in the water i got some black light lights outside of it these fish are going to be at a punk rock rave i got some ramones shit hung up in the back what it actually is it's one of my ramones coasters but it's like the perfect size for like a backdrop it's like a poster because like the whole back i didn't put like fake plants and shit like they glow so i got like black lights back there and shit so there's not like a picture of like fake weeds in the back and shit so but i did hang some like ramon stuff on the outside of the tank but you can't so it looks like it's inside it looks awesome and um and then i was thinking i was like i'm gonna get some type of like algae eater and like the algae eater that they say go with this fish is called the bamboo shrimp and i was like i'm gonna name them marky and cj <laughs> So it's gonna be awesome and they're gonna glow but right now I got oh and I got like fake jellyfish that are all like black light and shit that like move in the bubbles is, is mad trippy my, my fish tank they're like they're at QXTs they're like on ecstasy and at a punk rock show they're coming home their habitat their water will be good but it, it's gonna be like a drug orgy in their tank <laughs> but uh, yeah just ecstasy G's up hose down for them motherfucking goldfish. I mean, they are trippy as fuck. I didn't even get them yet, but I know the ones I'm getting, like, they're, they're fucking cool. They're, like, neon pink and, like, neon green and neon yellow. They're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going to play some more music. Also, we're not, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, like, teasing it a little. Can't say what, but I'm pretty sure the next episode of Punk Rock is going to be a really cool special one. I'm pretty sure it is. It's going to be a really cool special one. A joint show with another Punk Rock show, and there aren't too many Punk Rock shows out there, so just just think. But what are we doing? We're, next show probably going to be a joint show. It's going to be cool. It's probably going to be live. It's probably going to be on video. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be cool. You're not going to want to miss it. And uh, you can find out more by following, you know, at Pogo City Radio on Instagram and Facebook. But definitely for this one on Instagram. So go follow at Pogo City Radio on Instagram. And uh, you'll hear about what the next show is going to be. Because it will be a live one and a joint one. But, uh, yeah, you, could, you should be able to figure out. You should be able to figure it out but uh let's play the broken cups i'm pumped to be getting to wow i can't talk english motherfucker do you speak it i'm pumped to be getting to meet up with these guys again hopefully we'll uh we did get to hang in atlanta but we kept we were on like separate schedules like they were everything they did on saturday we did on Sunday and vice versa, like, so we didn't get to see each other that much outside the show, but we're going to LA and they're from California. So, and they'll be playing at a CY Fest in September. Sean got his fucking plane ticket. We got our plane tickets. It's going to be a blast. Looking forward to seeing them guys. And uh, yeah, we're gonna play them up next. So, uh, fuck, here's these boots. 
smoking cars. give those guys a follow on Spotify and on YouTube. They just put out a, a new video not that long ago, Fight. So, uh, yeah, go check them out. Love the Broken Cuffs. If you guys live out on the West Coast, I know we have a pretty big listenership out there. But, uh, yeah, definitely I'm sure they're playing a lot sooner than September. So uh, go catch them. They play a lot, typically. I feel like they play a lot. They play more than I get to play nowadays, I'll tell you that much. But uh, working on some stuff, I guess... We're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do a couple spiky chop songs. Maybe we'll do two originals. Sean, Sean, been practicing them drums, so that's good. And uh, yeah, Joe hit me up, and you know, I talked to Renee, and we're gonna 
We'll make some songs. Who knows? Maybe even we'll play. Maybe maybe we'll play. Who knows? But we're definitely going to record some songs. So that'll be fun. That will be fun for sure, Spiky Tops. Also, they are Spiky Tops. We are on the Pogo in the Pit DVD. We, I have a bunch of them now. So uh, hit me up if you want them. I'm sending out a couple soon with the records to a few people that I have randomly selected and feel like sending them to. So <laughs> but uh, yes, definitely. I See, that's what's cool about it being punk rock. Like, I, I at least, like, I, I know who, like, really like supports us and like if i see the same names like buying stuff like even if i don't really know them like if i see the same people like buying a shirt and then buying a record and then you know commenting on our facebook like i you know you stick some extra stuff in their packaging you know what i mean now i feel bad because you can't do it to everyone but hey you know you know, show your support. We'll recognize the name. I recognize some of them. They get they get some bonuses. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. So uh, what the fuck? So rude girl Jess also slamming them skins. We have a lot of fun jamming with the kids, and Ava's getting so good at the bass. Sheena messes around on the guitar and the drums. Sheena's been playing not the real part, like some root notes. Sheena's our younger daughter. She's been playing some uh, Johnny Thunders with me, and the whole family's got, like, great big kiss, like, down. Like, we got it down <laughs> without singing. Like, you know what I mean? No one's singing. And uh, it's, it's really a lot of fun, but we've been fucking. So, so Jess, you know, she's had drum sets, and uh, she hasn't had one in a couple of years. I've been playing she's been playing on like the electronic set but Renee hooked her up with an acoustic set and I got her a bunch of cymbals and other stuff you know what I'm saying so we were changing so Jess plays the drums and she's like naturally talented like Jess can like pick out notes and songs on piano and she doesn't like play music like that ever in her life she she would like bang on the drums here and then like she had a drum set you know and uh, but she's just got like kind of an ear and uh so she'll be playing the drums but she doesn't like know like she's learning now like about like tuning drums and like different types of gear and like you know how to set up a snare drum and stuff like that so I'll be like showing her stuff like that and we bought this really cool Evans drum head that I'd never seen but they had it display on Dave Phillips and like it's been around for years at the store we go to it's, it was on display and it's called a um an EMAD system Evans EMAD it's like extern it mute it external mute it EMAD something drum okay and <laughs> So, and it puts foam on the outside and, like, some PVC of this head. And then we got, like, a beater pad for it. Like, it's almost like some grip tape for a skateboard. You know what I mean? And, like, dude, right? So the whole idea is, like, kind of like so you don't need a pillow. But we still have a pillow. But we had mad shit in the bass drum before. And now we just got, like, one pillow in there. It sounds great. And I mean, like, in the room. Like, I'm really surprised. Like, it did sound way more professional the whole thing did like we bought an evan snare drum head too and that for some reason like i got this kick drum sounded mad good 
but ah, the snare like is serviceable and but like i don't know if we need maybe a better set of snares like the actual like you know metal wires but like even with this new head and it's a it's an evans one and it's like two fly encoded so it's not even like it's just like you know, like the one it came with. And I'm having trouble getting like, and Jess, but it makes me happy to see her so picky because it's good enough. But Jess is like, no, no, that kick drum sounds awesome. And I didn't fucking change the heads on the toms because she doesn't use them that much. But I like tuned them up pretty good and they do, they sound pretty fucking good. And she's like, no, why doesn't my snare drum sound all good? And I'm glad the whole family is really, figures, you know, they're hanging out with me, really paying attention to tone you know what I'm saying and uh but yeah I definitely like this uh drum head we got I mean it's not like where I'm selling these things or anything but I don't know what's going on with the snare gotta make the snare sound better like it's serviceable but it's not what we want it's not what she wants but uh yeah I, I did come across speaking of tone I did come across some crazy ass pedals I was already thinking so like JHS is one of my you know favorite companies you know and uh they a while back put out the muffaletta which is where they took like so like throughout the different eras of the big muff like different ways it was built and like um, like you know some with um what are they called op amps some without op amps you know the nano just like all the different types of big muff and uh jhs got like a rotary dial and they have all the different sounds in there and like they do this with a lot of pedals they did it with like the tube screamer so you can have like the a the uh the the, the what is it the 808 or the ts9 and the you know all the different tube screamers like the one with the silver square the beginning one and the one that like stevie ray vaughn uses and they're all on like one dial so i had been thinking about and i love the big muff and i have like a a big muff pie which is like the big obnoxious one that's like not pedal board friendly at all it's just like big and obnoxious and i wanted it because it's big and obnoxious but i do want something more practical so i was thinking about going with the muffaletta especially i like jhs and i like the big muff enough to where i'd like want all the different ones and like fuck with it and everything you know what i mean but then i came across for a hundred dollars a big muff that's small not made by like electro harmonics you know like a fucking um a uh, copy, a clone. It's a big muff. It's called Fuzzton Beaver, and it's got a picture of Justin Beaver on it, and it's only a hundred bucks. And it, 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 I, it's hilarious, and I want it, and I want it, and I want it. I'll probably still get the muffaletta, but I definitely, definitely <laughs> want a Fuzzton Beaver. They also have a Brandon Phaser. They have a Brandon Phaser, a Phaser guitar pedal with Brandon Phaser's face on it. And uh, what was the other one? A, uh, a, a Taylor Shift. Taylor Shift, I'm guessing that's a phase, a, a, um, some kind of shifter. But um, Brandon Phaser would be a Phaser. So I don't know, I think it was Taylor Shift, I think, but it was Taylor Swift. But I definitely want the Fuzz Tin Beaver. It's a big muff clone. And uh, it's got Justin Bieber's face on it. And when you step on it, it'll make your guitar sound like Death Clock. So <laughs> it's, 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 it's pretty awesome, if you ask me. And speaking of Brendan Fraser. I am 
Fuck rock and roll. Yes, I mean, I would get that one just for the sake of getting it. But see, I'm sorry. Like, I just flat out want to collect pedals. And I do like hearing the differences. And I use them together. And I just want them. It's like, if you're, if you're being real, even if you... If, even if you had every type of pedal, you could have one pedal board and you could have like one of, you could have a delay and a phaser and a distortion and a fuzz and a compressor. You could get every type of circuit and have it all on one board and you'd have everything. You wouldn't even need three quarters of it and you'd have everything. All guitar pedals are basically a clone of an original circuit with a small minor detail. The whole, so it's like, and like, you know, so of course some things have better buffers or different transistors and this and that. But people are copying like a Klon, which is like the most expensive collectible, you know, $8,000 pedal from the 90s there is. It's like, that's a, that's a souped up tube screamer. Do you know what I mean? And there's plenty of Klon clones that are like awesome from what I understand because I've never actually played a Klon, so I really can't speak to that. I know that I have a Klon clone that I use almost constantly, and it's my main pedal if I'm playing like rock and roll, like Johnny style. Johnny Thunder's style guitar that is like really my favorite like if I'm playing that I'm using my Klon clone my JHS mids uh, haunting mids and my super hard on I have the super hard on on 24 7 as a buffer right in front of the amp with it turned all the way down and the thing makes the whole amp every pedal sounds 8,000 times better that's why that's I get that's that's what it means to use a buffer. It's one of those things where you got this super expensive pedal that I'm not even fucking with. That was like a four hundred dollar pedal. You know what I mean? It's hand painted. It's a special edition one. The the model the finish of it is one of a kind. You know what I mean? And um, and it's you know guaranteed for life. I've already sent it in to be worked on. But just having that on with every single pedal and not even upping the knob. The whole amp sounds better all the time, even if I want to do like a clean tone, like and be like truly clean with nothing else on. Just having that pedal on it has one knob on it, and I can turn that knob, and I do turn it all the way down. I basically have it on like one, maybe. You know what I mean? But I could turn it all the way down. I have it on like one, and uh, I leave it on 24/7, and it just the whole amp sounds five times louder and fuller. It's it's insane. So I would have that on a pedal board and it would always go right before my amp and I use that that haunting mids I also use with a combo of almost any pedal setup that would be like my lead boost you know what I mean and then like my actual crunchy tone because I have the super hard on turned all the way down so it's not giving me distortion that's just making the amp sound better so it's not distortion and it's not like I have the distortion on on my amp and it's not like I have my hundred watt twin cranked up where I'm driving the tubes for God's sakes so the distortion I am using is a conspiracy theory and that's a claw and clone and it's awesome and it does that whole thing where it leaves your clean in the, the 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 main volume knob like in there you hear your clean tone coming through which is a big thing about the clon and the the way the transistors are shaped but are the diodes and fucking but the thing that's funny is when you really like look in the circuit of it and when you listen to the dude who is it bill stevens that made the clon centaur you know the uh premium guitar 
overdrive, regardless of people want to tell you it's a clean boost. But uh, the people turn down the, the 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 gain knob, the last knob. They turn it down and they use it as a clean boost, and then they uh, clean boost, and they talk about how awesome it is. But according to the builder, the thing that is different, the 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 magical part of unobtainium, that doesn't even. <laughs> click in that doesn't even engage you don't even hear that part until you turn up the gain knob kind of i don't remember the exact number he said but like pretty high up there like you know at least a third of the way up and plenty of people don't like it like that and he's like that's the thing that makes it different and it's like people don't even actually like the special part that makes it different. And so it's just, you know, like a crazy, and it's funny sticking with the whole JHS theme. I know people who don't follow guitar pedals are very lost, but the Bad Monkey, for example, if you know anything about guitar gear, you've probably heard about this Bad Monkey thing. I was watching this show with Jessica and Ava as it aired, and Ava loved it because they were all dressed up like bananas and apes and playing guitar, and the Bad Monkey, the whole Digitech line was fun, but I was literally saying to Jess, yeah, me and Zach hated these pedals and made fun of them and we did not like Digitech and blah blah blah. I've said this on here plenty of times and uh, I mean like in high school and it is and Josh is proving the high school version of us wrong. He, he pulls out these cheap cheap pedals and he made the bad monkey sound like the clan indistinguishable. Like it sounded, people were saying he was lying, that he wasn't actually changing pedals. But he, and it's created this whole craze. People are selling this pedal that was like $40 used last week. Uh, they're selling it for like $600 now. <laughs> but the whole point of it all was that these pedals aren't actually different. There's small little aspects of them that are different, but you can make an overdrive sound like another overdrive because they're all the same circuitry. There's only like a couple of the options you start it with. It's like there's only so many ways you can make a car. A Ford is not that different from a Chevy. They still have transmissions and engines. You know what I mean? Like brake pads. Like sure, your Chevy is different and you might hate Ford, but when push comes to shove, it's not that different. And that is the same with guitar pedal. And now rounding this all back up, that's why I buy things called Fuston Beaver with Justin Beaver's face on it. And that's the whole point of buying pedals because they're fun. Because I already have a pedal that probably sounds exactly like that pedal. And if I don't have a pedal that sounds exactly like that pedal, between a combination of pedals that I have, it, I would make it sound like that pedal. But I want it because it says Fustin Beaver and it has Justin Beaver's face on it, who's like the poppiest pop guy ever. And when you turn on the pedal, your, your guitar is going to sound like Slipknot. Like, it's, it's hilarious. It's, that's hilarious to me. But yes, and awesome, and awesome. No, we're not, we're not going to. We're, we're going to play Slipknot. Yeah, I'm going to do that. We'll make it the wild card. Why not? I don't even have the wild card button anymore. Wild card, bitches! All right, the wild card is when we play something a little off format. And it was originally started because, like, for the super punk rock people who were there, like, you're not punk, and you're not punk. I'm punker than you. I'm punker than you. We, we would just want to play some shit to piss them off. So I'd play, like, Biggie or, like, Bob Marley or, like, 
Buddy Holly or fucking Slipknot. So here's some wait and bleed because when I was in fifth grade and this song came out, I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> here's Slipknot. I found the air rise up in me. Down clear the stone of leaves I wonder out where you can see Inside my shell I wait simply I felt the air rise up in me Christ, thank God we weren't live. I may have f***ed up here. It wasn't even my fault. Yo, people, I, it was so hard for me to get that song in there. It was so, so hard, so hard, so hard. The, it, it, my fucking keyboard fell. So, so right. So I don't have what we. So it's packed with gear up here, right? And I still have yet to mount the TV because it's a huge pain in the ass. And like, I gotta unplug the fucking mixer, like most of the cables, like, and it's a fucking pain in the dick. Like, I don't gotta, it's a pain in the dick. And like, I, I mean, like, I do carpentry. There are no fucking studs in this wall. Like, this house, so I, I used to rent this house, and then, like, we bought it. And like, now we have a mortgage. And like, so this attic was finished before I moved in it 10 years ago. Only bought it two years ago. But, and I know the type of people that the landlord had to work. So like, these, the wall is not made right. And I'm like, there has got to be a stud somewhere in this section of wall. It's ridiculous. Like I literally got to like cut a hole and find one. But regardless, I haven't, I haven't mounted the TV. And so there's not a lot of room on the table because we have a 32 track mixer because I am obnoxious. And um, I have like a shelf 
that would normally, it would be a shelf. I have it tucked under the mixer, and then I have two DeWalt, like, the squeeze clamps that you would, like, clamp, like, some, like, two-by-sixes together with, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I got them clamped to the table, but, like, it falls sometimes. Like, it, like it's been up there for a couple weeks. I was leaning on it too hard. The whole keyboard falls. The batteries knock out because it's wireless. And fucking stop gets hit. And, like, I can't find the fucking mouse. It was buried under one of my monitors. And I had to put everything together. And then the song messed up. And then it just cut out there. And, oh, my fucking God, right? Holy shit. Wow. Yes, entertaining, entertaining, indeed. But uh, yeah, like I said, next show gonna be gonna be some fun, gonna be some fun. But uh, yeah, so follow the socials, please do. Also, mm, yeah, problem with the covers, go figure. Fucking, uh, it should be worked out in a couple of days though. It's the I uh, the the resolution is too low, so I just put it up on Facebook. I'm sure someone will help me before I even publish this. But I I, I don't know how to fucking do that shit. I need somebody to make the resolution higher. So once we do that, we are good, baby. But uh, yeah, so hopefully some people responded to me on Facebook. I put it up like 45 minutes ago. I'm sure someone will hook a brother up. But uh, yeah, yeah, some shows coming up. I don't remember the dates, though. I know in July, less than two, three months away now, I guess. Nah, okay. Less than 90 days away to that uh, little one-day Boston Fest. Blanks is playing with Violent Society and the Unseen. That'll be a uh, death before dishonor. That'll be a lot of fun. Sure, we'll see Kurt out there. Be cool to uh, see what's going on over there. I know uh, Moose Knuckle has a show coming up, and I feel like I am supposed to support. I got to shout out um, um, Poor Man Inc. What do they have going on? What is he doing? Mike is doing something. Ramirez is doing something for Poor Man Inc. Let me, I hope it didn't pass yet. I haven't done a show in a little bit. Andrew been crazy in the head. I'm all better now, though. But, <laughs> but I'm typing in Poor Man Inc. I guess I got to type in Mike Ramirez. Trying to find Ramirez. I know I told him, I, I remember him saying, hey, do me a favor and shout this out. But I can't find it. I don't know. Okay, I found him. What did he need me? Can you give this show a shout out on Pogo? What show? I don't see it. It's not there. No. Okay, did it happen yet? Do, 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 do. What's the date? Didn't happen. Great. Yes, QXTs. Okay, Poor Man Inc. Putting on the show at QXTs in Newark. I was just talking about that place being like my fish tank. <laughs> If you don't know, QXTs, I think it's fun. Kind of like the My Corona dance parties. Fucking in the basement of QXTs, there's like a bunch of like black lights and lots of times they'll play like goth music. But after some of the punk shows, you'll go into the basement and they'll play like the Ramones and like the Damned and like they'll have like a rave atmosphere, but they'll be playing like 70s and 80s punk rock. So that's a lot of fun. This show is at QXT with Dead Blow Hammer. A lot of cool guys in that band, hardcore band coming out of New York. Huge Beast from the East, Tear Gas, The Way of 
I think they're just called The Way Of, and then Crime Scene. So uh, Crime X Scene, I think it's just Crime Scene. Go check this out. This is going down in Newark Sunday, April 30th. Doors at 6 p.m. on a Sunday. Matinee. Everybody's like, oh, I wish they had those CBGB's matinees on Sundays. Well, Ramirez is throwing one in Newark, so come to that shit. It's at 6 p.m., 21 and up. Admin is $12. Dead Blow Hammers, huge. Go check it out. Played with those guys. A lot of fun. Good bands. Good bands. Heavy, heavy bands. Why don't we play some Dead Blow Hammer? Uh, but, 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 like I said, they're coming out of New York. They played our, uh, a couple of our shows. They played Down the Shore for us. They played... Um, I think they played in Allentown for us at, like... Um, fucking what the fuck was the art gallery and uh fuck i gotta stop this real quick all right here's dead blow hammer with a roller playing this off their youtube they got a uh, cool music video up on the hardcore worldwide page so uh go check that out here's roller dead blow hammer see him april 30th in nork
right, that was Dead Blow Hammer. Like I said, catch him at Ramirez's Poor Man Inc. Show. QXT's April 30th, 6 p.m. It's a Sunday, bitches. Go check it out. It'll be a good time. I'm going to see if I can swing that. I might be able to swing that. But, yeah, fucking Ramirez was one of the dudes from Despised NJ. And uh, why don't we play those guys? It was real sad. I was happy when they came back, and it was fun. They got to come back for a couple of years, and, uh, but then they, they re-broke up. <laughs> so that sucks. But uh, let's play them up next. But you can still follow them on Spotify, and there is multiple Spotify pages, as there is for the stabs by accident. But uh, yes, yes. So uh, have fun doing the show. I hope you guys had fun listening to it. My phone is blowing up, and I got to play guitar, and then I got to do some other shit. I was supposed to be working today, and I did not. So I was like, no, I'm getting up there, I'm doing fucking pogo, and fucking, I'm playing fucking guitar, and... Yeah, and then, you know, stuff. So I got to move on with my day now. You you get back to work, or sorry. Go listen to the archives. Good time to remind you. I, we're always plugging Spotify and fucking iTunes. They don't have every episode. They have like 200, a lot. They, they have a lot. But the really old ones, the really good ones, a lot of the really cool interviews, or not even interviews, sometimes, you know, we have the same people sitting on the show. Gabe from the Oy Scouts has been on this show 
dozens of times, and they are some of the funniest things you will ever hear. And you can only hear them at pogocity.com. So go to pogocity.com, and that'll actually forward you to the Podbean site, okay? And that has all six, seven, I don't fucking know, 600 and something episodes we have. So uh, go do that. And uh, you'll have plenty to listen to, because I'm going to bail. Go find the Gabe episodes. Go find the Gabe and Larry Siddick's episodes. I think there's a search feature. There might be something that you can click that says interviews. And when that comes up, if that is there, the interviews thing, fucking, that's not all of them. That's, like, what I did for, like, the first year or so. So that'll find you some real old ones and maybe some of the Gabe ones. I don't even remember if that tab's still there, because it, like, wasn't up to date. I might have got rid of it. But everything just gets auto post it there but that's where every single episode is that is like the housing so if you got some time to kill there are probably a few hundred hours of pogo city radio over at pogocity.com and there's a few hundred episodes if you search pogo city radio on spotify and instagram and it's all free it's all free. Even like if you don't pay for Spotify, you can get Spotify for free. But go to Podbean. You can get the Podbean app. It's just like having a Spotify app. And you can have every show on your phone right there. You don't have to download them. You can stream them or you can download them. Podbean is free and you can get every single show we have ever done. Except a couple that I locked for some reason. <laughs> There's like two. There's like two you can't access. Two that went a little south one time. <laughs> All right, yeah, but there's some crazy shit in there. So uh, go check it out. We's guns to leave with a little terrible live track of the stabs. So um, here's uh, Mike Blanks and the stabs. And we are going to play Permanent Binge. This is from uh, 2019. All right. <laughs>
Find that on Spotify, S-T-A-B-S, Sex, Drugs, Alcohol, Band. I'm Andrew Bedlam. I'm getting all fucked Fuck it, more stabs.